Now, I like the humour of this sculpture. It actually reminds me of the Three Businessmen sculpture, one of the tram stops in Swanson Street. Yes, that's a lovely good-natured piece. And this one is too, with its rather goose-like picture of humanity. Kenneth Armitage's sculpture, People in a Wind, was inspired by him seeing some pedestrians. He said, One day in London, looking out of the window on a very windy day, I saw a woman walking, holding two children, all three leaning against the wind, and this gave me an idea. I started making tiny maquettes with, I think, three figures with long necks. It's such a sympathetic impulse for a sculpture, I think. It's surprising to remember how controversial it was at the time. So why was it controversial? I think one of the things that characterises this period is the rapidity with which movements in painting and sculpture came and went. People had only just become accustomed to the monumental single figures of Barbara Hepworth and Henry Moore, whose works were featured earlier in this exhibition, and suddenly things were changing again. You have to remember that it's not only the public and art critics who resist, but artists themselves who had become established in a particular approach. For example, carving directly into stone like Hepworth and Moore is a skill that takes years to achieve mastery of. There's a constant tension between the time it takes to develop deep skill and the pursuit of novel approaches. So with Armitage, there's a departure from established technique and also a move away from grand symbolic gestures to something that's more of a commentary on everyday life. Oh, so was the work rejected? No, some people were very enthusiastic. When Armitage presented his plaster maquette for People in a Wind to the selection committee of the 26th Venice Biennale of 1952, one of the selectors, Philip Hendy, acquired it on the spot. Hendy praised Armitage's People in a Wind for its sense of structure and its humanity. I'll quote him, if I may, because I think he gives a lovely commentary on the work. The groups of people which have now emerged from his studio to battle against the wind have a strange and original dramatic charm. Their humanity and their struggle with nature are unmistakable. Though each group is conceived as an almost abstract mass, tenuous as skins stretched and dried on poles, tense with the balance of strains and stresses. The simplicity of their conception, the directness of their feeling and the broad facets which they offer give them an unusual harmony.' 